like to turn our attention right over to the home improvement space. Our panel is here. Chris Raja is with us, Senior Analyst at Argus Research, and Kevin Green, Senior Derivatives Manager at Charles Schwab. I want to get your opinion here on what to expect. This, as we've seen mortgage rates zoom up to over 4.5%, Chris. What does this mean for the home improvement names? Well, I mean, I think there, I think it can be positive. I mean, I don't think it needs to be the doom and gloom that a lot of the street is seeing. So certainly the next mm -hmm. catalyst for the sector is to show that they can grow and to show that they're not going to be derailed by, by higher interest rates. Now, why would that be possible? I mean, the, the biggest part of my framework for looking at these stocks is do people see their home as a cost or an investment? You know, back in the, the Great Recession, you know, when people didn't have home equity, when their home was underwater, they were very reluctant to put money in their homes. You know, right now, you know, people have huge amounts of home equity. We have, you know, almost record home price appreciation. So people clearly see their home as an investment, you know, that's somewhere good to invest money. Um, the next thing is that consumers, their balance sheets are in very healthy position. Uh, job growth is strong. And I think even people who are in their home may be saying to themselves, number one, uh, we refinanced at, uh, at low levels, so we're sitting pretty. And even if we don't move, even if we're going to stay in our house for a while, uh, let's fix it up. Let's make it nicer. And we've also seen ah. this whole period of, of COVID shut-in where uh, you know, people realize that their, their home's a different thing than it was several years ago. And I think people can still catch up on what they want their home to be. Um, you know, the, the big thesis is we have a shortage of housing and either they're going to have to get built or, you know, the, the millennial generation is going to have to go out and find homes that maybe aren't as nice as they hope to buy and, and fix them up. So, so that's my take on things. Right, right. I understand what you're saying. What do you think, Kevin, um, as we see these names? I mean, we saw certainly people made a lot of money on some of these names, but they've pulled back some. What do the charts tell you? What are you hearing? Thank you, Nicole, for having me. Yeah, we saw the uh, these stocks, Home Depot and Lowe's, actually uh, come back down a little bit from their all-time highs. Uh, but that's not to be very surprising. Obviously, we were in a very uh, very interesting situation when it came to COVID and the investment that people made into their homes and buying new homes just went through the roof, if you will. Now, I would say that we are seeing a little bit of a reduction in uh, mortgage applications, so that's going to have an impact. We are seeing a little bit of a slowdown in new home uh, sales and then also pending home sales as well. But one thing to keep in mind, though, Nicole, uh, we are seeing from some of these home builders, if you will, the Lennars, the DR Hortons, if you will, uh, their backlog is just astronomical. So they still have a lot of homes to build that have already been, uh, you know, specced out, if you will. And I think that might be a continued driver for this particular space. If we're looking at the overall chart, let's just look at Home Depot, for example. If you're looking at it right now, looking at a short-term support area, about $295, kind of right at that level right now, and then a uh, longer-term support at $245, and then a resistance level at $340. Now, that's going to be a pretty wide range, but obviously, uh, the stock has pulled back considerably. I would not be surprised if you see a little bit of a, uh, a bid to the upside as traders try to find value and try to find yield in this market that's been so volatile as of late. Right, right. And, and Chris, what are your final thoughts as you take a look at what's going on here? I think you made a, a point about investors 
in their homes, right? So it's not about necessarily just buying new homes, but it's a lot of do-it-yourselfers. Um, even with inflation and supply chain disruptions, I mean, people wait forever for a washing machine or something. Um, do you continue to expect people to be able to afford what it is that they want to get? I do, and, and thanks, Kevin. I was taking notes while you were speaking and writing down all those those points. But, but yes, I, I think uh, when you look at how much homes are appreciating, and if, if somebody decides to sell, I mean, there's there's just such clear upside in you know making a, an improvement, whether it's your siding or it's kitchen counters or you know whether it's doing some painting. Um, so yes, I think there's definitely upside there, and uh, I think as long as the consumer is in good shape, uh, there's there's definitely the potential for uh, for more, more home home improvement spending. And the the other thing I think I should clarify is that you know while they've been growing so fast in the past, I mean the, the analyst community does know that they're lapping things and they've got tough comparisons. So so it's not like the analyst community is expecting double digit growth uh, in the future. I think I think there's pretty realistic expectations for what's priced into the stocks. Mm -hmm. and, and I agree with you. I think Kevin made some great points. I know some of the things that he had sent to us earlier was just about uh, building permits data and some of the, um, the cost of sales increasing due to the commodity prices, but some of the other elements that you were putting in there. You had your short-term support, your long-term support, and the resistance. Kevin, I'd like to hear more from you about that and your final thoughts. Definitely, Will. You saw a little bit of a turnover in both of these stocks, especially Home Depot, uh, compared to Lowe's. And that's actually not surprising. Lowe's was actually a little bit of a cheaper value for the last year and a half compared to Home Depot. Right now, they're both trading. Uh, Home Depot is trading at about uh, 19 PE, if you will. And I believe uh, Lowe's is trading at about a 17 and a half, almost 18 PE. So Lowe's is still a little bit cheaper, but it hasn't had as much of a pullback as Home Depot at this point in time. But always got to keep in mind here, when you're looking at these two companies, the way that they are leveraging their uh, their cash uh, is a little bit different. And I can tell you that uh, Home Depot, with their last uh, earnings report, they utilize a lot of the cash that they had on hand to get in a lot of inventory. They were trying to get ahead of mm -hmm. the supply shortage we've been able to see. Yeah. Let's see if that actually pans out in the next uh, earnings released here, if that's been a, a profitable strategy for okay. them. Kevin Green of Charles Schwab and Chris Graja of Argus Research. Thank you both very, very much. Good conversation. I appreciate it.